This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnial Saleh. I bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. And ladies and gentlemen, we have very, very interesting <laughs> and big news for you today. Something I'm very excited about and I can't wait for, and it's Apple and how they will unveil a foldable iPhone in 2023. This is the news Hani has been waiting for mm-hmm. so patiently just to find an actual date for when it would be released. Um, coming up on the show as well, we're talking about a very interesting argument that is currently taking place, not by, you know, not in person, not over text, not over chat, but by simply blocking because Facebook has decided to block Signal's Instagram ad account. Why is that? And was Signal in the process of throwing Facebook and Instagram under the bus? Yeah, and also we're going to be talking about how Instagram will now let you auto-caption stories with just a sticker. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show as well, we're talking all about a very interesting gadget. It's a smart prayer rug that will help all those who like to pray for long periods of time, especially now during Ramadan. Many of us go ahead and pray tarawih, which is... It's a lengthy process. It's about, I think, the minimum is eight uh, prayers that are done in segments of two. So with this smart prayer rug, you may just be getting a little bit of a of tech involved to help ease the process during that as well. Yes, indeed. We're also talking about Twitter launching spaces, live audio, uh, audio rooms, actually, to all users with more than 600 followers. Now, for some reason, I never uh, got to try it. <laughs> uh, but I saw a lot of people having uh, Twitter spaces. But now I got the notification today that uh, actually I can actually use Twitter Ooh, spaces. Oh, finally. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to use it. <laughs> Let us know if you are going to go ahead and use it as well. Um, coming up on the show, there's so much in store. So make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. The moment that many people have been waiting for is finally here, or let's just say it's almost here because Apple, there is news that Apple is currently planning to unveil its foldable iPhone in 2023. And let me just say the design looks absolutely phenomenal. Yes, now we've been hearing actually a lot about these foldable iPhones and a lot of rumors in the past couple of years and actually past couple of months with a lot of Apple leaks actually saying that, hey, we might actually see a foldable iPhone, but now we have confirmation that Apple is working on a foldable iPhone of its own and it will be ready in 2023. Now, according to one of the most reliable Apple analysts, the shipment target of the said foldable device is believed to be between 15 to 20 million units. So. We might be looking at a limited type of uh, mm. phone. We're looking at a phone that it might be kind of a uh, collectible item, a collector's item. Limited edition. Limited edition. Apple is very well known to make gimmicks of such, but <laughs> I don't care how much it costs. I want to <laughs> get my hands on one of them. I feel like if they see that the revenue or the sales are doing well, they would go ahead and produce more because at the end of the day, they want to make money out of those phones. Yes. Now, the display of the foldable phone will be 8-inch in di- diagonal way. So once you unfold it, you'll have 
great resolution and it's very similar to what the Samsung foldable phones mm. actually look like. So uh, the supplier will once again actually be Samsung, but they're going to be using silver nanowire touch tech that was developed by a different company due to the different advantages that it has over Samsung's approach. And I find it very interesting because does that mean that Samsung is leading the market if they're going to be needing Samsung's help to create their own foldable iPhone? Well, uh, I've said it once and I'll say it again that uh, Apple likes to look what everyone is doing. <laughs> and once everyone has made their mistake and everyone has fallen on their face True. eight times, Apple will be like, hey, it's time for me to perfect your creation. But we're also looking at how a lot of other competing brands like Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi and Honor will also enter the foldable race by the end of this year or even at the beginning of the next one with a total volume of about 17 million units. So. I think I have to re, re, reword what I said because okay. we're looking at four companies doing 17 million units mm -hmm. in total. Yes. And <laughs> Apple is one company and, do, and is doing 15 to 20 million units. So Apple is even producing more than Way four more. companies yeah. combined. So kind of uh, does look very promising when it does come to that to that uh, Apple Apple foldable phone but we do need to keep in mind that the that uh, even though the news is highly speculative and if the market doesn't adopt the new form factor Apple could easily scrape all of the plans so again it's just kind of like a theory yeah and you know? I and I agree with you experimenting I think, yes and I think if Apple does not find it successful in the market it could potentially leave this plan altogether now Earlier, this Apple analyst that came out saying that Apple is working on the foldable iPhone, he did say that Apple has been researching foldable devices since 2016. However, rumors surrounding the foldable iPhone have been increasing these past few months simply because Apple is finally, you know, deciding to hop onto that bandwagon. Now, the upcoming foldable iPhone is going to have a Galaxy Z Flip-like yes. design, uh, very similar to what Samsung is offering, but it's also going to be more affordable than the competing rivals in the upcoming and in the same market, which I find interesting because Apple creating something more affordable than its yes. sister companies. Since when? <laughs> yeah, uh, we usually don't hear that something uh, from Apple is cheaper mm. than Samsung. But again, by 2023, uh, the phone should be a lot more cheaper in general. As we always know that in the beginning, phones are really expensive and then they get cheaper down the line. But also, we do know that Apple is also in the process of engineering an iPhone with a folding display, which is similar to the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold. An iPhone maker has ordered a batch of uh, foldable displays from Samsung. Now, this isn't actually new news that Apple takes yeah. displays from Samsung. Samsung is very well known for their picture-perfect displays, so why not? Again, they kind of complement each other. Apple makes uh, Samsung work hard. Samsung makes Apple work twice as hard. That's just the way it is. If you don't have competition, why are you even uh, Why are you even standing, you know? True. But, uh, but I'm I, really excited to see what, what, what Apple has in store for us. Yeah, but I think if I was in Samsung's place, I would I would have a big laugh if Apple comes and asks for... You know what's it's, interesting? It's been since the beginning of time, actually. Yeah, but they're asking for, for them to do the job, but with better quality... Uh, materials. I mean, yeah. So it's like, well, I would be wondering why Samsung isn't using that better quality material to accomplish patents. the same job. They're all patent. Mm. You know, patents are everywhere. And uh, actually, something we kind of missed saying is that a report did claim that the company might also actually discontinue the iPad mini yeah. after the launch of its foldable iPhones, which does say 
that if the foldable iPhone folds, mm, why would you have? Why would it you would be the size of an iPad Mini, and mm. you best believe I'm gonna get my hands <laughs> on one of those. I have no doubt about that. Let us know. Are you like Hani, and you're gonna be buying that foldable iPhone the minute it, it's uh, the minute it's out? I think Hani's already starting to save up money for it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, if it's cheaper than the Samsung, Samsung <laughs> is about ten thousand dirhams. Oh my lord! <laughs> Let's say. Uh, Seven to eight, yalla. Mm. Yeah, I'll I wouldn't save be. up a little bit. If if I iPhone... don't need to eat for two months. <laughs> if iPhone 12 was what around four thousand, five thousand, five thousand. Yeah, I'll, I'll double it. I'll make it eight. Yeah, I think eight is reasonable, especially if they want to be cheaper than Samsung. Let us know what are your guesses for the price as well. Coming up on the show, we're talking about Facebook getting into an argument with Signal's Instagram account. And it's all happening over social media platforms. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you know what else connects our world? Social media. <laughs> uh, instant messaging apps. And now we're talking about Facebook and how it has blocked Signal's Instagram ad account. Now, Signal did intend to use Instagram to show how the social media giant collects and misuses consumer data. So, I mean, they're kind of asking for it, but let's let's see what they have to say. Yeah. Now, when we think about Signal, for those of you who don't know, Signal is actually the new messaging app that surfaced the minute WhatsApp released that new notice that they were going to be listening into people's conversations with business accounts. People got afraid. Elon Musk came out saying, go ahead and use Signal because it's more encrypted. It's safer. Uh, you have a lot more control over your privacy. But Signal decided to use this to its own advantage because they wanted now to basically showcase how much tracking Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp do to their users. And most recent of them all has been them trying to use their own Instagram account to be able to do that. So Facebook went ahead and blocked all those efforts. They blocked the messaging app from running a series of Instagram ads that would go ahead and show every user that the personal data of their Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts are being used to collect information about them. Yes, now we do know that Instagram ads are paid for posts that businesses do use to push into users' Instagram feeds. Now, we're looking at Signal and how they created a multi-variant targeted ad, which was designed to show users the personal data that Facebook gathers for advertising purposes or even sells to other businesses. Mm -hmm. Now, it did also intend to use Instagram's third-party advertising tools to expose the clear-cut targeting of naive customers, but obviously that was <laughs> denied access. Now. Uh, a lot of people are, are actually captured or screenshotted uh, the ad, mm -hmm. and uh, it's kind of weird why Signal would do this. I mean, it's like they're attacking. They're atta obviously they're they attacking are, Facebook. Yeah. They're they want to take over. They want to take over, and we do know that uh, Facebook does own WhatsApp, which is Signal's number one competitor. <laughs> and again, I just feel like. Uh, Signal is fighting a big fish in a very small sea. I agree. Now, looking at the ad, it's actually quite intelligent because they were doing, they were exposing Facebook very quietly. So the ad would say, you got this ad because you're a goth barista and you're single. 
This ad used your location to see that you're in Clinton Hill and you're either vegan or lactose intolerant and you're really feeling that yoga lately. So it just goes to show how if you go ahead and you post where you are at at any point, you know, with Facebook, a lot of people use the check-in feature. If you go ahead and tag a certain cafe that you regularly go to if you go ahead and stay you know put up your relationship status on facebook if you mention that you're vegan or lactose intolerant and even if you don't if you follow pages that discuss let's say vegan recipes that is even more information that facebook and instagram collect about you so that they can go ahead and target all these ads that pop up on your screen a lot of the times you know Honey, I would be scrolling on Instagram and I would be just talking to a friend or just sent a friend on WhatsApp a specific shirt that I'm thinking about buying. Mm. And I'd open Instagram and bam, it's in my face. It's the same exact shirt, the same exact store that I was just talking about. And mm. it's not a, it's not a coincidence. It is because they're using our information. So for single for single <laughs> for signal to want to go ahead and expose this, I think it's it's very brave of them. And I do, mm. I don't like how Facebook shut off their efforts mm. without giving us as users an explanation. Uh, I don't think that uh, it is uh, actually something that is not well known. Everyone knows that Facebook yeah. uh, takes your information. And again, uh, that's like saying, Omni, I'm going to come into your home and say <laughs> your cooking sucks. Right? I can't come into your home and say your cooking sucks and no one should eat from your restaurant. Right? That's Is that just, what you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, Signal, I think that was a huge, dumb move. Now, obviously, it's not as dumb because all bad or good PR is good PR in general because yeah. now we're talking about it. But again, I mean, it's not only Facebook that takes or tracks your data. Every single thing, Google does it, YouTube does it, uh, but what else? Twitter does it, everything does it. At this day and age, we yeah. do know that social media apps and even uh, websites that say, hey, can we take your cookies? Huh? Would you like to take a... Yeah. <laughs> it's not right, though. And it doesn't, But yeah. still, I mean, everyone know, knows it and everyone mm. does it. You can't really do anything about it. And now it's just a new gimmick right now saying, hey, protect your data, protect yeah. your data. You know? I think I think with Sing with Signal, uh, they're an open source application. So as a user, you can go ahead and actually access their software code. You can see how your confidential data is being stored. So that's what they think is their leverage over, let's say, Facebook or WhatsApp or Instagram. And to them, they are using that privacy aspect as their marketing point. So they're going mm -hmm. out there saying, you yeah. know, companies like Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, they're not being transparent about how ads are being used and how our information as users is being collected. So to us, we think all these social media platforms, great, it's technology built for us. But in reality, it's technology built to track us and for them to make money. Yeah, I mean, 100% you are right. Uh, they are trying, Signal is trying to sell that, hey, everything <laughs> is private when you're with us, not like Facebook, Instagram, and uh, what's up? Well, <laughs> I'm sure though, they're tracking as well. They're tracking as well, man. Everyone is tracking. You have to make money. And we do know the social networking companies first quarter which was facebook actually had a 9.4 billion dollar in revenue just three months into 2021 that's the first quarter yeah. so again i don't think that uh, what's up facebook instagram is going anywhere signal just uh 
kind of uh, it's just shooting until something hits, you know? <laughs> they say keep throwing at a wall till something sticks. True. That is what Signal is doing. Elon Musk gave them a signal boost, <laughs> uh, pun intended, uh, a couple of months ago. And now that is the only thing they are riding on. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. You guys heard ours. It's time for us to hear yours. 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Do you think Signal did a smart move uh, advertising against Instagram mm. on Instagram? And again, I feel like it's me saying, hey, I'm yeah. going to walk into your house, say your cooking sucks, never going to eat here again. You can't compete by basically putting someone else under the bus. A yeah. good competition is when you rise above without going ahead and shooting someone down. That's just my opinion. Let us know your thoughts. 4215 Dorit, it's a lot. Coming up on the show, we're talking about a gadget that is very Ramadan-themed because we are going to be discussing a smart prayer rug that will help prayers become a lot easier and a lot more uh, tech-induced as well. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse 95. One of my favorite parts of Ramadan has got to be the Tarawih prayers. And when we pray Tarawih, especially us women uh, right here in the UAE, we mosques are not open for us to go ahead and pray in them. Whenever we pray Tarawih, a lot of people like to read longer verses of the Quran, longer surahs, and they may not have them memorized. You could use the Quran stand, but what if we can go ahead and innovate with our uh, prayer rugs so we have the prayer rug displaying the ayat for you without having to hold the quran or even display it right in front of you yes now uh, imagine led screen actually along with speakers has been rolled into the prayer mat called sajada which can also be connected to a smartphone for a more personalized experience the display also does broadcast quranic verses while the individual is praying and people can actually use the mobile app to choose the desired part of the text. Now, I feel like this is groundbreaking, to be honest, and it's unbelievable about who would have would have thought about this. But also because we're kind of at uh, the time now where if you want to pray in a masjid or a mosque, you yeah. need to bring your own prayer mat. You can't just because of obviously because of COVID-19 mm. pandemic, uh, you need to bring your own prayer mat. So uh, having this smart prayer mat, even if it's at home or even at the mosque i feel like it's amazing i'm looking at it right now looks pretty cool and per it, se. Lo- it looks very comfortable also very cushioned <laughs> yeah i mean uh you gotta protect your knees sometimes uh, my knees give out when i'm praying <laughs> true so we've definitely seen technology being deployed in different holy sites uh, in the region just so that they can ensure social distancing we've seen new tools that are being introduced to help empower people whether it was at the workplace at the mosque at home and this is not a new thing you know we are looking at even prayer rugs becoming more innovative we are seeing smart prayer rugs that are tailored to help make every muslim's uh, way of performing the salah become a lot easier now as a user using the sajda smart prayer mat you're also looking at it being interconnected with an application and the application will actually provide you with different types of uh, prayer timings Mm -hmm. it shows you different prayer instructions it also helps you uh, find different 
voice instructions. So you can find different uh, So you can find different, I don't know what it's called in English, but it's yes. people, the reciters, Quran yes. reciters. You can find uh, different speakers. You can pick whichever your heart desires. And it, this creates a much more personalized experience when it comes to praying. You can even choose uh, how fast you want the reciter to go. And I think it's just, it's intelligent. Yeah, now the app was unveiled just before Ramadan and also does point to the direction of the Qibla, which is in time for prayers. Now, we do know that users are actually assisted with a step-by-step visual representation of the postures while they pray. And speakers do provide, provide even voice instructions in Arabic and even English for added clarity. Now, introduction of the prayer rug does follow the launch of Sajjad's smartphone platform, which did keep people up to speed with prayer timings and also did provide 14 different kinds of prayer instructions. So we're looking at how this is kind of like an add-on, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the offering does actually launched during the Holy Month is among other digital services, which do even include an online zakat feature in an app called the Dubai Now app. Yes, so we've definitely seen technology being implemented, whether it was in the form of applications or gadgets, just to help ease this Ramadan for all of us. I don't know if you've seen, Hani, but actually in Saudi Arabia, they introduced different robots to help sanitize the holy site, uh, the Kaaba, just to make sure that social distancing is being practiced, but they're also following every form of hygiene to try and keep people safe. So... It's been everywhere. Robots are taking over. Yeah, robots are taking over. Technology is taking over. Even uh, we could say not when it comes to praying, uh, not taking over, giving us or (laughs) aiding us when it does come to prayer. But in a lot of other things, they are taking over. Let's know your guys' thoughts. If you would pray on a smart prayer mat, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Yes, indeed. But we do need to keep some time for... Riddle me this, riddle me that. This Ramadan, we've been giving you guys Ramadan riddles or fawazi that have been very fun to play on Future Talk. Hany and I have been having a blast <laughs> trying to figure out who can get them right every single day. Yesterday, we actually needed your help right here on Future Talk to find out what the answer was. And do you want to give them a quick recap of yesterday's riddle? Yes, so uh, yesterday's riddle was... Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, I know the answer was letter I, E. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was, I'm the beginning of the end and the end of time and space. Mm. I'm essential to creation and I surround every place. What am I? It was, uh, you know, I try to be smart with it. <laughs> Same. I thought it was the sun. I thought it was oxygen. But uh, apparently it's just the letter E. <laughs> and a lot right? of people got it right, actually. A lot of people got it right. I mean, I think I was looking too deep into it. And uh, for our riddler, whoever's writing these riddles, I don't I like you anymore. Mo- I think it's Monica. <laughs> I don't like you anymore because... Uh, Shout the, out to Monica. The letter E. I don't like it. It's it, you. I feel like people must have wrote it down to be able to figure out the right answer. I yeah, know, I, I, they had to read a couple of times. Yes, so let's see today's riddle. So today's riddle is, it's in the heart, not in the money. For the ones in need, not the ones who don't. It's an annual duty and one of the pillars. What is it? This is the easiest one. Uh, I think I know it. That's the easiest one. I think I know it. Okay, I'm so excited. (laughs) It has something to do with Ramadan. Yes. The month of... What is it? Ramadan? Shahr al-Kareem. Ramadan Kareem. You know, the month of giving. You know, mm. 
And, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes... Uh, I don't know if I agree with you now. Why? I don't know. I thought of something else. Oh, okay. It looks like we're not on the same page. But uh, again, I'll say it one more time and I'll mm. give you a couple of hints. It's in the heart, not in the money. Mm. For the ones in need, not the ones who don't. Mm. It's an annual duty. And one of the pillars, what is it? Now, one of the pillars should be a straight dead giveaway. Yeah. And uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, it is Ramadan. And one of the pillars in Islam is to fast. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. So, uh, you got four more pillars. <laughs> Look for them. 4215, do it slot on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about Twitter launching Hani's least favorite feature for <laughs> all users that have more than 600 followers. Ninety-five apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking all about Twitter and how they have launched Spaces, which is a live audio room to all users with more than six hundred followers. Now, Twitter has actually been testing uh, Spaces the past couple of months now, giving it to a selected number of people. Unfortunately, they didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to use it anyways. I do think Clubhouse is better. But you got it now, right? Yeah, I got it. Actually, today, uh, I got a notification saying, hey, you can use Twitter spaces now. You're, f- you're, like, you're Twitter famous now. <laughs> I don't really want to use it. I don't I don't have any interest in using it, to be quite honest. But a lot of people were waiting for it, apparently. And Twitter on Monday did actually launch spaces, which is, again... To clarify, it's a feature that does allow users to join virtual rooms where they can engage in real-time audio conversations with others. So basically one big group chat yeah. with audio. So it's basically very similar to Clubhouse. It was actually uh, Twitter's way of making a mock-up out of Clubhouse. They began testing it, just like you mentioned, Honey, back in November of 2020. Limited users could only get it, and the algorithm around who got it and who didn't was actually very very confusing but now they've rolled out the feature globally to all ios and android twitter users who have 600 or more followers they do have big plans for this feature they want to basically have 315 million users of the live spaces by the end of 2023 big goals i'm gonna be excited to see if they hit them or not now what's i i just i don't really get the hype about spaces when Nothing is new on it that is not found on Clubhouse. Mm. You get me? Well, I, I I like where you're coming from, Omnia. But again, I just Twitter needs something. Twitter, mm. uh, for a while, has been doing the same thing for the past couple of years. But you know what the saying says. If it's not broken, don't fix it. But in this case, Twitter needs more money. Jack Dorsey knows that yeah. if it continues, continues with the same floor plan, eventually it will break. And obviously... Twitter is taking up the thing where, hey, we'll copy what other people or other social networks are doing, just like what Instagram did with Snapchat. Real. Yeah, and Insta- Reels. And yeah. Reels. Instagram took Snapchat stories and, and put it and implemented it. it on their own. And it worked. And it worked. And, no, and a lot of people stopped using Snapchat. Yeah. A lot of famous people st- stuck on Instagram. And with Reels, I have yet to see Reels win. I've been posting on TikTok <laughs> and Reels. TikTok is much better for the creator. Yeah. And uh, you are more exposed to people geographically in your region, Mm -hmm. which is great. Again, going back to Twitter spaces, I don't think 
it's gonna be a hit. Clubhouse was a hit because you have a designated app. Maybe, maybe if Twitter had a different app for Spaces, mm. it would work. But because they don't, I'm giving it a no-show. Okay, let's see how Spaces will work. So as a Twitter user, if you have above 600 followers, you're gonna be getting that feature. First off, you will see purple bubbles appear at the top of your timeline when live conversations are happening. So very similar to what you would see with Instagram when someone is conducting an Instagram live. Then you can go ahead and tap on those purple bubbles so that you can join a space. Once you're inside, you can tweet or you can direct message the host of that live space so that you can go ahead and request to speak. As a host of a space, you will have the ability to moderate the room. So you can invite other people, you can choose who can speak, and you can remove anyone who's making some trouble and some drama. Yes. Now, they did also announce that they're working on an upcoming feature that is called Ticket Spaces. So this feature will allow users on Twitter to create spaces that would require other people to purchase a ticket in order to join. So this will be able, or this will allow uh, Twitters or tweets people on Twitter to go ahead and monetize the spaces and it will create like an incentive to host more live audio conversations on Twitter. So as a host, you can make some money out of those ticket sales and Twitter will also keep some money. It'll keep a small amount of money so that they can go ahead and start rolling out a limit set of users in the coming months. So kind of like you'll become an established Twitter moderator or a spaces yeah. moderator. Now, Twitter in the past has tried a lot. They tried to buy Vine. They yeah. bought Vine. They closed <laughs> it. For some reason, Jack Dorsey, what are you doing? Periscope, <laughs> which was uh, one of the first live streaming uh, apps to ever come. Mm -hmm. And again, no one actually used it after Twitter bought it for some reason. So Twitter has that Microsoft curse. But you know what doesn't have a curse? <laughs> the halftime show. The only place to be at three with the man himself. I'm going to do it. Wearing a burgundy coat. Blazer. Blazer. Blazer, right? You got the white shirt looking fantastic. Thank you very much, my man. On this Wednesday afternoon. What a great show, guys. Thanks. What a great show. What a great show you have in store for us today. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because I've got... Sanad Gashi on the show, who's a professional champion and a boxer. Wow. Oh, and someone wow. I know who's going to be on the show. I'm really happy he's going to be here. He's traveled all around the world from Colombia to Germany. And he's fought against some of the best fighters in the world. And he's going to be talking to us about being a professional boxer and what it takes to be a professional boxer. I'm so going to leave the other way. <laughs> I'm leaving the other. He's a nice guy. He's I'm a lovely from guy. from the other door. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't hurt you anyways, Onia. His, 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 his fists are, are labeled as weapons. Yes. Oh, and wow. he can't. That's form why. of expression. Yeah. Yes, form of expression. Yeah, yeah. I, they call they call them in English in Arabic slah abiyad. Slah abiyad. Yes, you know. I like yes. the way you said that. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah very good. they're white weapons. Yes. yes, I remember my mom telling this to my brother when we taught him talk. Uh, what was it? Taekwondo. Yeah, Taekwondo. and he still yeah. used it against us, so it's useless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was no white weapon. Very in interesting. Uh, I'm a very big fan of combat sports, and I'm a very big fan of Amr Dur. So I will. I personally. We'll be tuning into the halftime show. The only place to be at three T minus nine minutes. How much can he teach me a couple of moves? You know what? We we'll do that now. Perfect. Right. So if you want to tune I'm in run and away find before out. she hurts someone <laughs> or hurts herself. <laughs> if anyone wants to learn a few basics, you got to tune into the halftime show coming up in nine minutes, eight minutes. Yep.
Well, we also just want to remind you very quickly of the riddle that's going on today. You have a chance to win 500 dirhams before 9.30 p.m. And all you have to do is get the answer right. Today's riddle is actually very easy. Do you want to say Very it easy. That's what Omnia was debating with her brain for four minutes. Well, the question is, it's in the heart, not in the money. For the ones in need, not the ones who don't. It's an annual duty. And one of the pillars. Yes, one of the pillars of what Islam. What is it? And let's not think too deeply. I think I took the not in the money too literal. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want to give back to society, it could be anything. Oh, and it can't be so easy on them. They have to use their brains, their noggins. It's Ramadan. You know, it's the month of kindness. We it's gotta the month be... of kindness, but doesn't mean they should be sleeping. <laughs> I mean, we've already been super kind. So, uh, even Karaka has been super kind. The Shard Chambers of Commerce and Industry has been super kind. Good at these 500 dirhams for the past couple of days. Riddle. I've been okay. I've been getting most of them right. No way. Yeah, you and Hani have been killing it. I've been downhill. But there's a couple I've been itching, itching, itching for the answer. So far, mm. I got two yeah. wrong. And 17 days. I, I might have got more than that wrong, to be okay. honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the honesty. Yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you straight up. Uh, this is what, I mean, uh, this is what happens when I used to read the dictionary when I was young. What? Yeah. You were that type of kid? No, I would, that was my punishment. <laughs> oh. In fourth grade, because I talk a lot. <laughs> Who would ever guess turned out to be an amazing yeah, I presenter? Mean, I mean, <laughs> now I, I know I where the word bank comes from. I still remember her name is Forgotch. Miss Forgotch, if you're listening, yeah. well done. You did she used great. to put me in the back. I mean, what kind of teacher was she? You know, you talk a lot, so I'm gonna give you a dictionary to have more words to use against me. Oh my god! Well, now you know. It turned out well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember. I remember she told me something, and I'm like, Miss, I'm flabbergasted. I was like eight years old. <laughs> flabbergasted. You're that kid that yeah. the word is, you know, taller than you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was fun. Good times. Well. Four two one five good slot. <laughs> Or text us in. I know you're not can't. You only have to text us at four two one five. Do yes. a slot. Uh, you got the riddle. Five hundred dollars cash on the line. Evening karak. Tune in before nine thirty. We want to wish you a blessed iftar, and we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Only here on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse ninety five. Tune in live every weekday from two p.m.